Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. The following podcast contains spoilers and adult language. Listener discretion is advised. The Showdown Podcast presents The Survivor Series with Corey Miller, Vic Miller, and Brad Scott. Today's episode, Showdown Podcast presents the Survivor Series. It's our special episodes where we don't do battle amongst each other. We do battle with a classic movie and we see if it holds up. And this week's episode is uh, the 1986 David Bowie. um, Basically David Bowie, Jim Henson movie. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Labyrinth. As always, Start. I am joined in the kitchen by Corey Miller and Vic Miller. How are you doing, fellas? Good. Um, I'm all right. <laughs> so, always the pessimist. Yes. So uh, let's get right to it. Uh, we just watched this movie together. Uh, welcome back. I like. I feel like we're finally whole again. I know. You know, like for, I mean, we we were. Uh, what the uh, hell oh, was that? Ah, oh, that's my. Oh. We have the we have the phone hooked up now. It's this one eight hundred number. I'm pretty sure it's people wanting money. Um, that's the third time they've called in a couple Damn hours. Um, so, uh, I'm going to do the thing. How do you do the thing where you like, don't let people bother you? Is that called, uh, do not disturb. All right. Um, so anyway, so we, we were, yeah, we were like my beloved Miami heat were in January. We were injury depleted and without Vic, um, here in person, but now we're, we're back as one like captain planet, one team, one dream. That's right. Vic is here live with us. He's not on a computer. Like Echoing. Um, and Corey, uh, we all got to watch this movie. Why don't you uh, give us give us the deets, douche? Did you just call me a douche? <laughs> no, I called myself a douche because uh, okay. I said deets. Um, yeah, that is pretty douchey. Um, in case you don't know, Labyrinth is about a... Uh, According to IMDb, a selfish 16-year-old girl is given 13 hours to solve a labyrinth and rescue her baby brother when her wish for him to be taken away is granted by the Goblin King. Played by David Bowie and his wiener. Prominently displayed in every other shot he's in. Yeah. I I, I re- Yeah. Yeah. Well... <laughs> that was for me because I screwed up. I thought I, it says headphones and the volume was up. And then as soon as the sound played, I was like, oh, shit. I should have just flipped it over. And done, but, all right. Yeah. In, in case you in case you can't tell, we have we do have new toys in the kitchen here. And uh, Brad gets to uh, play all the sound effects in stereo now. He's talking about like sound equipment, by yeah. the way. Yes. Just, we got new toys that we're playing with in the kitchen. Sure. <laughs> Brad's got his finger up Vic's ass. What? Uh, so okay, so <laughs> so uh, I did offer him my nuts. So so, uh, so the movie starts off with Jennifer Connelly um, addicted to heroin. No, wait, that's the wrong. That's, yeah, no, no, that's, that's not the right movie. <laughs> we're, we're on Labyrinth. Uh, Jennifer Connelly plays a spoiled white rich girl. Yes, with a lot of first world world uh, probs. Definitely part of the one percent. And she's, she thinks everything is not going her way. Yeah, and she's kind of like she's like the kid that hasn't grown up, right? That's how she's portrayed. Well, she's I think I think like she's the she's supposed to be like fifteen, sixteen year old, but I think they're that she's playing the part of the the girl who is still the princess 
like wants to be the princess type of type of deal because she's got on the dress and she's doing elizabethan stuff in the park with her dog and all that kind of stuff so because that's what normal 16 year old girls do well you know the ones that haven't been turned out heroin <laughs> and whatever <laughs> yeah I, I i i just i really found her character annoying and she uh she goes home and her her mother breaks the end just i mean really no, her stepmom her stepmom yeah, yeah she uh her she asked her to stepmom. watch her baby brother for like four hours right. which is funny if you think about it she gets mad but she's but uh the stepmom says we'll be back at 12 so you know it's already like late. That kid's gonna be going to bed. You really don't have to do anything. But she's gonna sit there and cop an attitude. Well, I mean, they it. even say well, we we fed him and put him to bed already. So yeah. like, what do you it's need more, to do? It's not fair. <laughs> um, it's not fair. It's not fair. God damn it! You both. We. Th- this was planned. This was fucking planned before the. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Your your actual state was make no address to it. Just do it with this with with the British accent. You draw attention to it when you do it five times in a row. The key was it would just be randomly one of us would just give a that's not fair. And I started to try to talk because I fucking knew you guys couldn't handle it. And I was starting to go into something else because I was like, oh shit, I should have like reestablished right before we. I should couldn't have counted on you guys to remember something from twenty fucking minutes ago. Actually, to be fair, it was like an hour and forty minutes ago. Still, still, it was it was gonna be. A running gag through the whole episode, and we weren't going to address it until the very end. And you <laughs> fucking Jesus, <laughs> double. D- fucking triple for it. How about that? God, I shouldn't have plugged him in. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, thank you. Crank it up. Um. <clears throat> so, anyways, so well, that joke's gone. She's, um, she's decided that she she doesn't like like her brother because he's inconveniencing her from playing in the park apparently yeah and she obviously was never saw those commercials and videos about don't shake a baby right (laughs) you know don't don't violently pull it out of the crib you kind of felt bad for that baby actor because they does he spend the majority of the movie crying so you have to imagine during filming like they're like poking him (laughs) with something sharp or like throwing like something in his eyes can you imagine being a two-year-old surrounded by all those fucking like goblin muppets uh yeah that would freak me out uh what cory give us an interesting fact what does that baby do now oh um the baby was uh played by toby freud uh or fraud or i guess that's how you say his name um now, one interesting fact before I get to that is that he was named Toby because that was the only thing he would respond to. Really? That that was that was your interesting <laughs> fact. That was your interesting fact. The fact that I wanted was interesting. What what you just did, shocking. The the toddler would only respond to the only name it's ever known. Like he like he wasn't working well with Maximilius, so they went to with oh we'll just have to call him. That's fascinating. That's so it, Vic. That's I, it's 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 amazing because there's a couple different facts about this kid. Like the fact that he's actually the uh, the primary designer's kid was put in the movie. Um, that's an interesting fact, Corey. That uh, as a sideline gig, he became a puppeteer and a puppet maker. There's another interesting fact. Oh, you know what? You know what that one gives. That's what we were looking for. Yeah, there you go. The what kid that was forced to be around creepy puppets began, ended up having a fetish for creepy puppets. <laughs> That's the interesting fact. The picture that I saw that he's with is with a really creepy fucking puppet. <laughs> it's yeah. It's this like doughhead looking thing. Probably looks like a mix of David Bowie and Jennifer Donnelly <laughs> and, 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 and the Corey character from the movie. Uh, was it Grizzled? Hogwall? Hogwald? Hogwart. Hogwart. Um... <laughs> So, okay, so this kid's annoying. He's crying. He's, you know, he's planning, and that drives uh, Jennifer Connolly uh, to summon the Goblin King, played by pedophile David Bowie. Who's not only after a baby, but a 15-year-old A 15-year-old, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Well, if I can't have the baby, I guess I'll have his sister. (laughs) Um, 
But no, you know, it, he comes in and he steals the baby. He stole he stole that baby. <laughs> he stole that baby. The owl took my baby. Um and <laughs> He tells her, so this is kind of, I don't know, it's kind of strange from the get-go, because he's like, I'm stealing your baby. Your wish cannot be undone. Oh, okay, I guess I'll give you. <laughs> oh, it's like a Bond villain yeah. explaining his, his evil plot. His evil plan, and then giving, and then almost telling them how to get out of it. And so what happens next, Corey? Um, they meet you. Um, yes, she, meet goes on a, uh, she goes on a, qu- she has to go on a quest through a labyrinth, if you will. Hence the name of the movie. Uh-huh. Um, and she comes across Corey, who is... Uh, his name is Hogwalt. Uh, Hoggard. Who? Hoggard. It's just Hoggard. Hoggard. Well, yeah. they confuse you, because everybody yeah. keeps calling him the wrong... Something different. He's, that's actually not not the fact that he was short and a little hairy. Uh, that's not what reminded me of Corey. It was <laughs> the fact that just they kept shitting on him the whole yeah. movie. <laughs> Stop! (laughs) And he was still like, "Oh, I just want to. I just want friends." Uh, If we dangle something plastic in front of Corey, you know, he he, it it makes him happy. (laughs) Uh, Plus, he seemed a little racist. So, um, (laughs) he didn't he didn't like those pixies. Reluctant. Yeah, he he really did. And they, but that was surprising. They were white. Um, (laughs) But he ends up leading her into the labyrinth, and um, yeah, which uh, which as we noticed was a different beginning of the labyrinth than later on. Yeah, because later on that becomes uh, a focal point is he's supposed to... Return her. To yeah, them. he's supposed to He's supposed to be... I don't know if he was paid by David Bowie or if he was just told by David Bowie that he's got to lead her back to the beginning to you know throw her off. And yeah, I think that was the whole point of like his little gold pouch was that David Bowie probably paid oh, him. Oh, gave him that? Yeah, gave him that to, to, to suck her into going back to the start. And then they shoot. don't even go back to the beginning. Yeah. Or they said it was the beginning, but it wasn't the beginning at the beginning. Well, you maybe yeah. you should have mentioned like, well, it's the West Wing of the beginning, right? You know, <laughs> it's the other. It's side the other that. side, yeah. Yeah, it's where your parents are supposed to pick you up. That's the right. side that we're going <laughs> right. back to. The, uh, the nice side of the park. <laughs> so she has. Oh, by the way, she does, so yeah, the not she doesn't just have to go through the labyrinth. Uh, another twist, just to do it in thirteen hours, right? Which we thought was strange. Because it's like, what, what, did it used to be 24 hours and then somebody did it in 19? Yeah, so they like were like, all right, number, yeah, 17 like hours. And then hours. some Asian kid, you know, <laughs> does it in 14, you know, in 14. 14 hours. You have 13. Pretty soon he's just, he's it's just like, going to be like, fuck the lab. We don't get the kid. Like, we don't, no, we don't even use the labyrinth <laughs> anymore. Mine. Yeah, it's become a shithole now. We're not, they don't even take care of it anymore. Ever since he stopped making people go through this maze, they don't take care of it anymore. They're fucking living up there in their castle, forgetting about all of us down here, all of us Corys. There's like five billion <laughs> worms in there now because no one's ever taken care of that wall. <laughs> uh, and so what, what? lead us through the first part of the journey, Corey. Um, th- through the, okay. Well, she keeps trying. She keeps walking down the same pathway and realizing she's not getting anywhere. And then a little worm helps her out. I liked the worm. They should have done the whole movie around the worm. You probably say that a lot, drinking tequila. Yeah. No. Um, I like the worm. I did like the effect that they used when she when he told her, you know, just keep going that way, and because it makes it like an illusion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked. The, oh, yeah, I liked the yeah. effect that they did because even watching it today, you could kind of see as she walked by, you could see where it was. Uh, the wall was different, or what was a separate wall? Yeah. So the, I th- the, the the background and the foreground were matched perfectly, right? So that you couldn't tell that there was a door there. And then when you when she walked between the two of them, you're like, oh shit, <laughs> there yeah. is a door there. Like I honestly was surprised, being that it was the '80s, there wasn't a character who was like, uh, oh, I'm sorry, are you lost? Are you looking for the kitchen? You want to go make a sandwich? <laughs> She should have been barefoot too. <laughs> That's fair. That I know, it, was, fair. it was also kind of comical. The worm's like, "No, don't go that way. Never go that oh, way." Oh yeah, yeah. And then yeah. the motherfucker's like, "Um, yeah, because if you go that way, you'll get straight to the castle." <laughs> I know, and I didn't understand that at first. And I'm like, "Oh yeah, because yeah, people that live there wouldn't want to go yeah, to the castle. Nobody wants to go to that castle because right. it was so scary." <laughs> So uh, what did happen after That's that? That's when she meets the 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 dogs, right? That are the one lies and one tells the truth. Isn't that um, next? What what were those exactly? Were they dogs? I'm not. They look like dogs. I don't know what they were, but all I know is they were sixty nine each other. Yeah, yeah. The thing. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. 
<laughs> yeah, what? What, like, what were they doing before you got there? Yeah, what were they doing when she wasn't there? Right. Um, yeah, I think that, I think that's the point where she where they meet her uh, or she meets them. Um, and they kind of reminded me of like uh, like if you're looking at a playing card, like the Jacks. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, where one is it? Is that the yeah? That's the one that's where the one, one's one lying and one's one lies not. and one tells the truth. And she spits some bullshit logic that <laughs> you can't like. You're like, but well, that doesn't even make any sense. Everybody in the room and everyone on set. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, "Oh, I figured it out." And then yeah, and and if she would have thought back to the very beginning of the conversation, the one guy said he always lies. I don't. Well, if one of them lies and the other one doesn't, I th- the way he said it. No, didn't he say one of us always lies, one of us always tells the truth? Yes. And then, and then he said that he always lies. So that meant that, I don't know, just the way it was phrased. Well, it's the ridiculous part is she goes, she walks up to the one in the red shield and says, is he the liar? Yeah, say, yeah, tell me yes or no, is he the liar? And he says, yes. And then she's like, okay, then I need to go through his door. And she's like, what? Yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I'm it's very like, confused. Like, that doesn't even make sense from the start. <laughs> and then she steps in and she falls into the, uh, they say they're helping hands. Right, right. But I have a feeling they've been up a skirt or two. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, wouldn't it have been great if, like, uh, like, after they let her down or whatever, you would have just seen a couple of hands make a, a nose, <laughs> and then another hand comes up with the two fingers. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been hilarious. Um, so she falls into, uh, she falls into the sewer. Uh, great crossover opportunity they missed out on to have the Ninja Turtles right. down there to lead her through the next portion. That could have been one of the faces. Oh, yeah. yeah there's some bullshit. What, seven? There's seven of them? Faces? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was seven. Yeah, there's like seven faces hidden throughout the movie. Um, I noticed one. You guys caught You guys caught one, but we didn't see their other one. Well, the one we saw wasn't, yeah, it wasn't hidden. It was just a statue of a half face. And we yeah. saw four more that were like little dwarves on a plinth. So, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> I don't think those, obvious. I don't think those were part of it. Where did, and then where does she go through the tunnels? What happened after that? Oh, that's, oh, where, that's the, the, he, he's down there. Yeah. He's, he magically just appears down there. Well, he knows the way through the, the whole point is that he knows the way through the labyrinth. Yeah. He's I bought into that. I mean, that's that shouldn't be what stumped you no, after no. everything we've seen. No, no shit. No, that didn't. So he helps her out. Yeah, it's called the oubliette. That's what it was. Yeah, she lands in the oubliette. Um, and so they're going. I guess it's underneath. And he calls out cabins. Corey. <laughs> he calls out me. Corey. Yeah, he calls you out and is like, "You're helping her." Oh, yeah. The guy. You're King supposed to take up. her back to the beginning. Yeah, he's, and David Bowie shows up. Yeah. And, uh he lies to him and says, I was taking her back to the beginning. Oh, you didn't say, how do I know you're telling the truth? You weren't supposed to do that. Yeah, I'm like, he probably, he obviously isn't telling the truth because where you motherfuckers end up is not the beginning. You're right. <laughs> yeah. So then, but she's all mad about it. And uh, she's just a whiny cunt. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Through this entire movie, I, I, I couldn't stand her, and that, and that just goes right along with and it. And, yeah, so then they she gets up, and she heads off, and then is this is this where she meets? He runs off because he runs off because he hears uh, Lodo, or, or L- Ludo, L- whatever. Um, Ludo, sad. Um, here's him. Oh, yeah, bellowing out. Bellowing the Vic out. of the movie. Yeah. That was our Vic. <laughs> yeah, that was Vic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So he takes off and she helps she helps him down because he's caught in a trap and uh, scares off a couple of the like four soldiers or whatever. And so he starts to help her out for a little bit until he falls down a pit and then is gone for a while. I think that had more to do with uh, with the suit than anything. It's like I think that was like a 75 pound suit. That the, really? Yeah. So and it was the originally uh, was a 100 pound suit. And they're like, no, it's too heavy. So, so I think they were trying to keep it off screen as much as possible, just because uh, because of that to help out on the uh, the actors in the suit. Uh, I figure there's an actor and an operator for each yeah. suit for that suit. In, in so. that one, they had there was two operators, but not at. The, I don't think they were at the same time. Mm-hmm. I think there's just one person at a time to take turns. And then um, after that guy, after Vic falls down <laughs> the thing. She encounters uh, 
the, well, they, they freed her from the the creepy little uh, goblin. She freed him from the creepy little goblins that were using these hideous the aborted fetus on, stick, on sticks to bite <laughs> on him. On a stick. <laughs> it's a baby on a stick. Like, yeah, it's like, <laughs> hey, hey, don't worry. Like this, you if they bite you, you're just getting stem cells. You'll right. be fine. It'll, <laughs> They'll heal up nice. Yeah. Um, but then she gets away when they when he falls down. She encounters uh, the crazy. Like, I, I guess the me. Of the movie, the guys so. that like kick the head around yeah. and have the kind of trippy dancing, oh. kind yeah, of freaky ass. Uh, yeah, that was that was a pretty fucked up scene. That's probably the me of the movie, though, wasn't yeah, it? I for so. it, I, I could, I could okay. twelve year old me watching that. Like, that was twelve when this when I saw this movie. Like twelve year old me watching this movie was like, oh, this is pretty funny. Da, da. Not me. I think I was yeah. creeped out by this. Two year old me is going. This shit's just uh, they, that was that yeah, they were that was definitely a creepy scene. They were high on something. At that well, well they you notice that they had a, a Jamaican accent. So they, you know what they were. Yeah, Vic was like, "These are the black guys <laughs> yeah. of the movie." Uh, and yeah, since Brad's the honorary black guy. That's true. Um, I, there was way too much green screen in that scene too. Oh, that was just it was, it was horribly. Hor- it yeah, was and she was glowing. Yeah, like the, you could see, like they didn't even like try to blend it out. Like there was just this very hard white outline of her entire body in that background. It was crazy bad. Yeah, I, it was it was so bad. I mean, I'm sure it, it, there had to have been some other movies at that time that looked even better using green screen, and they couldn't figure that out. Never ending story. Did that come out the same year, or is that around? Are close. Yeah. Same, same, yeah, Masters same of the Universe probably looked yeah. better than that. Master well, Universe has some bad cutout spots too. Right? It, is like a, it is There's a it is an it is in the Hall of Fame. I will not have either of you speak. No <laughs> will smirch that movie. I believe the only losing film in the Hall of Fame because it had that much of an impact. Maybe so. Um, <laughs> I wanted to. It's never good. far. It's never far away. Yeah. I've come to. I've come to accept the fact that that key is always going to be around. So after. Um, they uh, gonna twenty play seconds the rest of the is a long time. I was like, "Oh, it's twenty seconds. I'll just let it play." <laughs> um, so then after she gets away from the Mies, uh <laughs> they fall into like the most vile, disgusting, awful place in the world. White Corey's River? stomach. <laughs> no. God damn it, Corey! God damn it! Just you, just you. God, I had I was setting. It was obvious what I was setting up. We talked about this during the movie. How that play Vic had that. Yeah, but nobody get nobody. Knows oh, we've that. mentioned we've, we've mentioned talked about how disgusting you are. Yeah, we've we've it, people are and even then I think they could use context. <laughs> I'm sure they've they've have. I'm sure you're <clears throat> like that. That's a that's a constant running gag. I don't do that on the on the air. It's the Flanders of our show. You don't do it on the air because you cut it out. Yeah. <laughs> you definitely do do it on the air. <laughs> so anyways, it's the bog of eternal stench, and it's just some place that smells like shit. And if you get any on you, you smell like shit for the rest of your life. Um, which to me, honestly, like if you're the if you're, if you're the uh, Hogwarts, like. Is that really going to inconvenience you that much? You run around in a, in a labyrinth yeah. all day and all night long with no one to talk to. So. Well, not to mention you look like you smell like shit to begin right. with. <laughs> you know, you it'd don't... almost be weirder if you smelled like soap and bubbles because yeah. it's like, where's this coming from? Um, and they, they get out of there where they come across my favorite person in the movie, uh, Sir Didymus. <laughs> I don't think that's how you say it, but I'm going with Diddy. Uh, the little the little pirate night dog dog fox thing fox or yeah he was funny as hell just because he kept like oh, oh, oh. and he comes out riding um, her dog yeah. and she doesn't make any mention of it like yeah. oh that looks a lot like my dog yeah, yeah. nothing and they, did you notice that that dog actually had horse sound effects whenever it would make a noise it would make a horse noise because the rider was making the dog noises <laughs> <laughs> he was barking the, the the dog was making horse noises it was cracking me up i didn't notice that and uh that and it went from a puppet to a real dog like it kept going yeah, back and forth back and but forth. the most uh, it was always the most obvious cuz like its paws would like come up like hands yeah and whenever <laughs> whenever its whole body was hiding behind something and only you could only see its head it would be a puppet <laughs> It was so blatantly obvious, too. 
But I mean, you you got to expect that when you're talking about the director is Jim Henson. You're going to have just nonstop everything he could possibly put in it was going to be puppet puppeteered if he could. So, yeah. Originally, even 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 the um the the Goblin King originally was supposed to be a puppet. He wasn't supposed to be a live person. That was originally written for a puppet. Yeah, you know, and you know, I I can't say that it would it probably would have made the movie better. You don't think David Bowie did a good job? Yeah, he did all right, I guess. Piece. But <laughs> <laughs> which I right. think should have gotten separate billing from him because <laughs> 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 they kept doing these very awkward shots of of Hoggard from an upshot with his crotch in the scene, <laughs> right in the center of the screen. Makes no good sense. Like I was really proud of that cod piece. What? Why are you playing under pressure? It's a David Bowie song. Right. You know that, right? Yes. That's why I said under pressure. I didn't say Ice Ice Baby. <laughs> well, thank God you didn't say Ice Ice Baby. She would have been getting the sound effect. Uh, for that oh, I know. <laughs> but I'm. But okay. Well, oh, maybe. Oh, that Goblin King was David Bowie. <gasps> was he really? The I'm name? just wondering where you're not getting the connection. Oh, I see the connection. Then why did you ask? Why am I playing because it? Because it doesn't have anything to do with the movie. Other well, no, but there's no. You're talking about David Bowie. It's David if you're Bowie. talking about Dinner Pressure, is a good enough song. Just the mention of Bowie, uh, pressure, or under, and it's fair game to play. <laughs> and I'm the look on Hogger's face. Was, it, he was under some. Pressure. And I tell you what, <clears throat> Bowie. Even if you're talking about like a buoy at sea, is close enough. The Bowie that you can get away with it there too. If I bring out a really big knife, that song's gonna come out. <laughs> yeah. So, um, anyways, um, then after, I mean, oh man, this movie was long. Yeah. This was. Remember, we were, at one point we're like, uh, it's been forty minutes. Well, how much, how much longer? It's like an hour and forty minutes total. It's like fuck, another hour. I was really thinking he was gonna say like, oh, there's like. 30 more minutes or something. <laughs> but I tell you what, though, they, it does a good job of really helping you relate to Jennifer Connelly's character. Because you're like, man, I want to figure out a way to get the fuck out of this movie, right. <laughs> too. Like, where's where's the door that allows Corey found one to go order a pizza and Vic found one to fire someone at his job? And I'm like, fuck, I don't have anybody that needs me. <laughs> I don't have anybody that cares enough about me. Damn it. Get me out of this. <laughs> You were feeling the pressure. Huh? Oh, I was. I was. You know what? You know what, Vic? Yeah, I was. Uh, I was under pressure. <laughs> see, Corey. That's how it's done. Now, so, yeah. See, now that works. Speaking of uh, influences, uh, so originally they, uh, Michael Jackson was supposed to. They had Michael Jackson in mind to play this. So, what song do you think they would have used for instead of all the instead of the Bowie song just, under pressure? Just Thriller or Billie Jean. <laughs> just through the whole movie. That's just that song. <laughs> playing um not stop <laughs> uh but uh just sarah would have had to have been a little boy though oh oh what's it gonna be uh, i think it's, I, th- I think the time frame is done you're okay yes pull the coin by the phone. now <laughs> it was close coin. it was close it nice. was it, it wasn't it wasn't quite Corey, but it was almost a uh, <laughs> it was almost a mario almost. death um so uh, at this point, I went to order the pizza, so I don't, I don't remember what. Yeah, happened. well, I mean, you didn't miss a whole lot. I they just—that's so. uh, when they they next, I believe, is when they because uh, um, they they befriend the little fox on the dog and Diddy. Start heading for the main, and then yeah, and then, well, they they fall into the junkyard. Oh right! Oh, that's right. She, he gives her the peach. Yeah, she eats the peach, and she gets roofied. Yeah, <laughs> I gave her, he gave her, she gave her the peach, and then. He's like, oh, I did what I had to do. And then I don't know if you noticed this, but you heard, well, thank you very much. I want to treat the beach. I did hear the the Bill Cosby impersonation, but I didn't know what was going on. Because <laughs> she got roofied and she ends up in the junkyard with. Uh... You needed to explain it was a Bill Cosby impression. Was the impression that bad? No, I'm just I'm just saying I was telling you I heard that. <laughs> So uh, she ends up in that junkyard, and she's with the uh, the the hoarder, what we would call a hoarder. Yeah. Um, and that little hoarder puppet was like, "Hey, she come looked with like a hoarder too. Yeah, for like, real. Like she seriously seeing that as a hoarder." And uh, uh, the hoarder lady basically starts giving her all her own shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, "Isn't this nice? How about this?" And what was she using to stick that to her back? <laughs> oh, uh, good question. Semen. And- <laughs> They uh, 
So she she uh, straight from Bowie's codpiece. <laughs> yeah, she's she, she starts remembering, um, why she's there because she had forgotten. Right? She got right. the teddy bear and she's like, "Oh, well, this is what I was here for." It's like, really, bitch? You this things. close to the end of the movie? Let's get through this. <laughs> right. Come on. We stuck this out. Your ass better get. Yeah, the end. <laughs> I was cheering for. It. So then, um, and by the way, this this is another thing I thought was weird because after this, they 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 get into the city, right? Mm-hmm. And they go tell David Bowie, who's just, you know, sitting there playing with the kid. And like, well, they're really close now. Why? I thought he was watching them. Yeah, he's been watching the whole time. Like, he knows everything they're doing except when they get to the gates of the fucking yeah. city. And he's like, oh, really? <laughs> he's distracted with that kid. Yeah, they, they only got 35 <laughs> minutes left. I guess I could stop paying attention now after watching for 12 right. hours and 25 minutes. Because that obscure right. moment when he was thinking about throwing that peach into the fart swamp, he's, he's yeah. like, hey, don't do that. And then he does the part where he was like, remember that part where he's dancing around, he's throwing the baby? <laughs> Just throwing the baby around in the air? The this is weird. The baby slash doll. And so when he, so he, so David Bowie gets mad and sends like the whole army after him. And uh, oh yeah, and Vic was able to summon rocks. So <laughs> he summoned rocks, and the rocks took all of uh, them out. The little Which, army. It was hilarious because that's. I guess I'd never noticed at that point, but they were all of the guys on the little riding raptor things were wearing those costumes where their <laughs> legs are the legs of the of the dinosaur they were riding, and their bodies are the top, and they have the fake legs hanging off of it, mm. like the Halloween costumes. Yeah, yeah. like so blatantly obvious <laughs> that it was there. I was just. I, there was I a lot of different things. There was like a apparently there's like a boom mic pretty clearly visible during the uh, the the swamp of Corey's stomach. Um, <laughs> there was several times where you could see wires, yeah. like when uh, when the baby when the baby's on the uh, the steps and he sends up the the crystal ball. Mm. You can see like the wires holding the baby so he doesn't fall forward. <laughs> And like clip to the back, like you see his shirt being. That's tucked. one of the things I was laughing at at the beginning when they first show him um, in the city with the with the they doing they're singing the voodoo song. They show this chicken thing fly across the screen. They have a bunch of real chickens in the scene. Like someone could have just picked it up and thrown it. Instead, they used a puppeteer chicken on a string, and you could see the string <laughs> like flying this little puppet chicken across. Well, did the you screen. notice when they when when the big mechanical guy? Attacks him from the city. Yeah, the, on the door. Well, did no? Did you notice when they were like leaning back in the spikes? The spikes were bending. Oh, <laughs> oh no, I didn't. I didn't notice that. Yeah, and she did fall backwards on the. It was like four times, and they were bent. <laughs> they were she would he press was against the axe at him, and they kept like doing the the matrix lean into the spikes. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, it it gets it gets increasingly more ridiculous, and then she ends up finally getting into the castle, and there's like a, an entire like ten minutes of an MC Usher um, painting that they have to run through. Yeah, <laughs> the freaking staircase thing. I'm like, uh, it's so tedious. And then, uh, and then apparently, the, the way to end this whole thing was all she had to say was, "You have no power over me," right. and everything gets worked out. Back she just to, wanted to remember that she uh, had the ability to say no. <laughs> no means no, <laughs> creepy Bowie guy. <laughs> yeah, you know, when, when that happened, I just, you know, and, and I told you guys this, and I was just like, so the whole time, this whole thing could have, I, I, I didn't understand the point of the movie until that, and it's like, really, the whole point was just so when you get older, just make sure you've got imagination. That's, it's all about yeah, imagination. I, I think it's more like I, I think that's true, but also like remember that it's always that you always have friends to back you up, kind of situation too. Because at the end, the, the the friends all come out of the mirror and start partying with her and stuff back into the real world. So obviously, these things can get into the real world pretty easy. Oh yeah, and I guess I forgot Bowie was the owl. Right. I didn't even know that while we were watching it. You yeah. Didn't, you didn't uh, realize well, that? That's what, at the beginning, I was like, Hedwig, stop. <laughs> you know, Harry Potter's yeah, Harry owl Potter's was attacking owl. her. But it made sense once, because uh, he had that white, like, uh, feathery shawl thing on. And I was like, what the fuck is he wearing? And so Corey's like, yeah, he was an owl. I'm like, uh, okay, I can let it go. Then. <laughs> I just don't get how it's like, oh, she's grown up now. She doesn't need you know she's saying goodbye to these characters and then two seconds later she's like ah nah fuck it y'all yeah, i'll just be i'll just be a crazy cat lady for the rest of my life you know it's all good and i love my brother suddenly yeah yeah 
Yeah, I, I a little too much. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 this ah, I can't even talk about it. So uh, <laughs> yeah, go ahead, hit it. I know, I know what you're going for. There you go. <laughs> so Thanks got- for that substance there at the end, Corey. <laughs> way, to, way, to, way to hammer home the synopsis there. So we get to the end of the movie, and basically she gets her brother back. Everything is fine. There's peace in Whoville, and uh, the movie ends. I And we cheered. Underwhelmed when it's all said and done. But uh, so one of the other things... Um, so uh, Jennifer Connelly is the one who won the role. Can you guess some of the other people who actually went for this role? Ooh, if I read IMDb, I six. Man, I read IMDb earlier, so I, I... all right. But do you remember it? Because you read IMDb earlier too for the the yeah. whole Toby fact and and I we we had, we went over a running gag for the entire show that you proceeded to fuck up. <laughs> um, I don't even remember. I don't even know who would have been uh, like at age appropriate at the time. So. Yasmin Bleeth. Oh, okay, from Baywatch. Yeah, she tried for it. Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh, that would have been more annoying. <laughs> they, they, starring, they were starring a horse. They would have been right. God damn it! Yeah, I was going to go with they would have been riding her to the <laughs> castle, which was a better <laughs> joke. But Corey decided to cut me off there. And so Mary Stewart Mastrantonio. Don't know who that is. Laura Sounds Dern. like she's in a lot of Lifetime movies. Probably. Wait, Laura Dern? No. Is that from that '70s show? Laura Dern? No, Laura Dern. Uh, no, she wasn't on that. She what was. I thought she. Oh no, she was on Jurassic Park. Oh, okay. The she yeah. was Doctor Grant's. Yeah. Bitch. Yep. Laura Sangiacomo. Mm-hmm. I don't know who she that is. is. From. Um... Did you see uh, that that TV show with David Spade? Just shoot me. Yeah, she was on that. Uh, I don't. I couldn't see that. Ali Sheedy. No clue. Yeah, Breakfast, Breakfast Club. Club. Uh, you guys got to remember, I'm nowhere near as old as you. <laughs> Breakfast Club. I was probably seven when that came out. I'm surprised Stacy Dash wasn't in the running. <laughs> she probably was. With Paul Rudd as the Goblin King. Nice. <laughs> Except That's for, I don't think your Goblin King can be five five. Well. So instead of Paul Rudd for the Goblin King, who would it be? Oh, we can't do that yet. We always recast after the commercials, Vic. You know that. Well, think about it. Well, anyway, uh, Helena Bonham Helena Bonham Carter was another one that went out for mm-hmm. Jennifer. Con- oh, from the the this whatever that movie was, Harry Potter's. No, Alice in Wonderland. She was in that too, yeah. And uh, the she was the queen, right? Mm-hmm. So, this film was made in both New York and England. I'm trying to figure out why they needed to do it in both places. I, I can understand. Maybe there was England. a studio that was bigger for well, certain no, scenes. No, Jim Henson. So if, it would have been easier to do it in Jim Henson's studio because all of his stuff was there. But I know why they did it in England because of they needed all of the the historical kind of like castle countryside. Type shit yeah. So I get that part, but they literally only filmed the very beginning of the movie in New York and then flew to England. Really? Like, there's there's no houses and parks in England that you could have just done it all there. Like, why did you need to do it specifically in well, this little neighborhood in New York? Yeah, but I think England, uh, even like residential areas, they have a distinct look, as, and you don't see anything like that and, in America. And New York City is where they filmed that at is very old New York, which is pretty much the same. Architecture. Or why couldn't they have just t- made the movie take place in England instead of New York? Right. Because, I mean, it wasn't like New York played a role. Yeah, it wasn't like the city. You could have said that shit was Indianapolis. (laughs) And honestly, had more characters died, it could have been, but... See what I did there, Corey? (laughs) So, um, another interesting fact. (laughs) George Lucas was the executive producer for this movie, which isn't real surprising. He was also one of the uh, second editors for it. But he actually had Darth Vader come to the set of the movie and deliver a good luck message to um, to the director. Really? For some reason. That sounds like so you stupid put, and pointless. Huh? That sounds so pointless. Well, it's George Lucas flexing his uh, Star Wars muscle, that's all. <laughs> so <laughs> like, dumb. I'm going to put this guy in the Darth Vader costume and bring him to the set to show off that I'm George Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably his nephew. <laughs> I want you to tell him good luck. 
good luck. <laughs> okay, thanks. So some other oddities for this movie. She had, like the weirdest one of the weirdest things is he kept like kind of juggling those glass balls constantly for whatever reason that were supposed to be bubbles, I mm-hmm. guess, at some point. But um <laughs> there was a scene where we're watching it and you could literally see that um Bowie had his arm behind his back and the other guy that's actually doing the juggling has his arm through that hole. Yeah, you can see like half his yeah. body sticking out. <laughs> it was hilarious because he had this weird like lump of a shoulder off of his arm <laughs> and it was like stuck through the hole and he was like juggling the balls and shit. It was hilarious. This has a 66% on Rotten Tomatoes. That still seems high to me. Yeah, right. I, think, I think so. But it's, I mean, it, it became a cult classic. It was a failure, a flop in the, in the, uh, in the theaters and actually Gene Siskel's review of Labyrinth uh, he referred to it as an awful film with a pathetic story much too complicated plot and visually ugly style I agree did you agree the question is did you agree when you were younger Um, actually to tell you the truth I didn't watch this when I was younger it wasn't because when it came out he was 40 right exactly I forgot yeah it was ancient already. <laughs> what did we say the, the year this came out? 86. 86. So I, was, I was 12. I was 10. So technically, yeah, I would have been all right. But it's still maybe a little old for me. But I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it until later. It was like a $25 million budget. It only made $12.7 million in the box office. They didn't even make back. I, okay, I'll it. say this. I was a, I was a kid yeah. when it came out. Kid, kid. And... Uh, I didn't. I owned Never Ending Story. I didn't get a tattoo <laughs> of it, but I owned it. And I do not own. I never owned Labyrinth. Well, unfortunately, your tattoo for this would have been a cod piece, so that would have been kind of, kind of weird. <laughs> <Right> <laughs> that's the shoulder. only real symbol that made any sense on there. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get uh, let's let's hear some commercials, and we will uh, we'll come back with our recasting of the movie, and we'll talk about some of the other uh, you know things pertaining to it. And uh, so yeah, so enjoy these fine advertisements for this award winning podcast. <laughs> it's commercial time. Corey, tell the people where they can find you. You can find Nope. Me. Vic, where can the people find you? You can find me online at MillerKing51 on social media as well as Black and Angry. That's B-L-A-Q and Angry on Xbox One. Corey, go ahead. You can find Actually, me. you can find me at IndieBradScott on Twitter and Instagram and BradScottComedy.com. Corey. All right. The Showdown Podcast is on Twitter at The Showdown Pod and The Showdown Podcast on Facebook. Give us a like. Somebody should. All right, Corey, go ahead. Are you sure? Okay. You can find me on Twitter at NKO Gonzo. All right. Let's get back to that hot Survivor Series action. Welcome back to the show. We uh, we are talking about Labyrinth. It's our Survivor Series episode. And what do you think? Should uh, before we do the, do you want to do before the recast or after the recast? Do you want to do our did it survive or not? I want to give our our verdicts. We'll do. We'll, we'll let's do the recast first. All right. So. Um, Starting with the recast, I think the obvious place to start is your Goblin King. Vic, who is your Goblin King? My Goblin King is Wayne Brady. Wait, are you being sincere? I'm being serious. He can act, he can dance, and he can sing. I mean, he has David, he has Bowie beat on a couple things, so... <laughs> no. Why can't Wayne... Why? He's not creepy enough, man. But we had a kind of a creepiness to him. You put anybody in a scene with a 15-year-old girl and a baby is going to be creepy. Plus, I don't know if because of the wardrobe, if you could really use any black actors for this part. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't need the codpeat necessarily. Um, so, Wayne Brett, who's your Goblin King? 
Well, my initial pick until because he... you because this looks like someone you could worship, like as because yeah. you're you're a goblin. Yeah. Uh... None of us are men. Yeah. <laughs> um. Initially, I was going to say Ricky Gervais, but then you said creepy, so I'm going to say Steve Buscemi. I don't know if he has the singing chops. <laughs> eh, I'll figure it out. You lip sync it. Steve Buscemi. I mean, he's creepy. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Yeah, yeah not I, there's not a lot of people. I think I got you know. both beat. I do. I do. I got Russell Brand. I, I feel like he's I, flamboyant enough to kind of pull that off and sing i bet he already has Ish. the clothes he might <laughs> he's already the got clothes. the wardrobe and yeah. the copies <laughs> i would i would think too much of him being uh aldous snow then or whatever his name was from uh yeah that's the thing he can kind of sing from, too uh get him from the gig uh get him to the Greek. yeah yep. um well then who is uh what about sarah jennifer Connolly? um how about I don't remember what her name is. The girl from True Grit, the True Grit remake, and she was in Pitch Perfect too. I don't remember her name. Kendrick and a Kendrick? no, not not her. Hold on, I'll, I'll find it. You guys, I on. think she would have been a good one though. Who Anna Kendrick? Yeah, she's annoying enough. <laughs> is that what you need? Because like my first instinct was like, well, Jennifer Lawrence, because you just put her in everything, right? But then I was like, well, she's not that annoying, except for when she's bitching about, you know. Equal pay for women when maybe we should start with equal pay for race. <laughs> um, but like aside from that, like she's just she's not annoying. So I don't think she could pull it off. Uh, Haley Steinfeld is who I was trying to think of. OK, I don't know. Who yeah, I is. knew you were going to say that. What about that? I think we just used her for another thing. Uh, that girl from the fifth element. And Camila Jolovich. No, the Fifth Element's that new one that came, or the Fifth Wave. Oh, uh, Hit Girl. Yeah, yeah. Chloe, Chloe Moretz, whatever her name. Yeah. yeah. Could I she don't be see this? Her as being whiny though. Mm-mm. Yeah, but she's definitely fake tough guy. Yeah. I don't buy her as badass, and I, I was, <laughs> I was gonna want to go, I was gonna go see that Fifth Wave, but I've just seen so much bad stuff about it. Yeah, I, I heard a review uh, this week that it wasn't any good. It's that scene to me, like, because I like, I think most, there's, I like, like a lot of the preview. I like the scene where the plane crashes. That's kind of cool looking. And when, like, it shows, like, the disease thing that looks interesting. And, but then, like, the scene where she's training and grabbing the gun out of the dude. It's like, oh, come on. Yeah. yeah. How about Miley Cyrus? Ooh, as, Je- as Jennifer Connelly? Mm-hmm. That's legit. Jared Leto as the Goblin King. I thought you were going to say Jennifer Connelly character. That would work. If you put on that, that yeah, that would probably work. Yeah, that could I don't work. know. Does he sing? Uh, yeah, he's in a band. Is he? 30 Seconds to Mars. I don't know. Very good band, actually. Um. So what about... Uh, who could? Is there anybody we could use as the big monster? Like, is there anybody... Like, because I was thinking, like, Seth Rogen... <laughs> for Lugo Steven Ludo Seagal. Steven Seagal and not- <laughs> he's the right size <laughs> we're friends <laughs> Steven uh, said you <laughs> uh, the right to remain <laughs> silent sad. That's I was in under siege <laughs> um well, would, would would Seth Rogen be in a costume, or would it just be him? They would just put Merkins all over they, his body. He just wouldn't shave his back for <laughs> yeah, a month. Yeah, just put Merkins all over his body and make him walk around like that. Uh, and the, the little the, the Diddy, the little Diddy yeah. character, uh, Seth Green. <laughs> How about Andy I want Dick? To fight to How about Andy Dick for that? Oh, no. <laughs> I, don't, I, yeah, I don't like I'm not a huge fan. Um... Uh, and then, uh, I think we just, I think we give this guy his shot for, you let me be Hogwarts, Hogwarts, <laughs> just, let, just let him play himself. <laughs> I want to play the hands, <laughs> which one, all of them, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm just going to keep putting my hands down until I get in the right spot. Mm, I just want to grab her. <laughs> Come here, Miley. <laughs> I'm helping hands. Now, Miley would be into that, though. Yeah, I was right. going to say, Miley wouldn't care. 
She was just yeah, that'd be the problem with Miley. She, Miley couldn't be that character because they never make it past that scene. All right. so hey, like, are you supposed to go look for your brother? Nah, I'm good. I'm just going to stay here. She starts. I'm just going to stay here and help and hand. Maybe there's a new character we have for the show. Maybe Miley Cyrus going to be on the show from time to time. <laughs> hey, y'all, I want these helping hands to come up my vagina. <laughs> I said a helping hand. I only need the fingers. <laughs> All right, so I have another really What am I going to do with palms? <laughs> All right, I'll see if it'll fit. Make a fist. <laughs> I like wrecking balls. <laughs> <laughs> so I have another annoying one for uh, for Sarah. How about Kristen Stewart? Yeah. She's so freaking whiny. I can't see She's very whiny. She's in. Yeah, but is she more she's more depressed whiny though. Yeah. She's more emo like it's not fair. <laughs> uh, why is my brother not a vampire? <laughs> Goblin King? I wanted to talk to Count Dracula. Goblin King, do you sparkle in the sunlight? <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst thing ever, by the way. You know the whole I, Go ahead. No, so go ahead. Go ahead. Like the, the the idea behind this, when you said it, like when you first when you first had the idea to do this, it was kind of like let's David Bowie just passed away, so we we're like, okay, let's do something, let's do Labyrinth, and I think in in all honesty, we all had the idea like that's actually a good idea to do this. Yeah, because really, it just it's one of its most known roles. Literally turned into like. I'm sorry, David Bowie, we did this to you. I should have gone first, though. <laughs> My thing was about Twilight. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just how I watched, like, the first... Uh, I remember, I after it's probably, I think, after the second or third one came out, I finally, like, saw for free on demand the first one. Yeah. So I started watching it. And right... I, like right, they were losing me from the get go, but I I turned it off after the baseball scene. Oh, <laughs> when they were all playing, playing, playing yeah, <laughs> really, just uh, that's just what you douche. Like to do. I don't want douchebag vampires. I'm sorry. Yeah, I I I actually Team Jacob. I don't even know what that means, but my daughter was obsessed with it, so she she loves those movies. Sorry, yeah, Dad. Yeah, I, I had to sit yeah, through all it, of them it was a too. Non-stop, yeah, it was a nonstop. Oh, I wouldn't watch them with her. I'm like, no, you can, that when her her mom was around, like, you can go with your mom and watch those. <laughs> You'd like send her the whole set, the whole set over. Mm-hmm. Just keep them there. I don't need them. Back. I'll buy them. <laughs> I just don't want to watch. Them. I'll get you the T-shirt, but I ain't watching it. <laughs> Do we have any other whiny Sarahs? Uh, hmm. Or any other Goblin King candidates? None that I can think of off the top of my head right now. Goblin King. How about, um, I don't know if he's really that creepy. Do they uh, have to sing? Do they have to the, be a singer? The dad from, um, what's his name? Uh, I, I think I'm from Californication. David Duchovny? David Duchovny? Yeah. <laughs> You could have gone with guy from the X Files. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't. It wouldn't come to my head. Like I had it there, but I couldn't get it to come out. And then like uh, that or the dad from um, or from Full House. He can be Bob creepy. Saget. Bob Saget. He can be creepy. He's not. But but the Goblin King's also supposed to be kind of cool. And in the eighties, that that was cool. Like what David <laughs> Bowie was was cool. Bob Saget would be like he. I could see him if like maybe the Goblin King does a lot of physical comedy where he's. <laughs> Stumbling down that stair room all over the place, you know. And okay, what what about John Stamos with the old school Full House? Too short. <laughs> he can't be. He can't be shorter than Sarah. Oh, he's he's got to be kind short. of intimidating over a, a fifteen-year-old girl. Well, plus, plus, I don't think she's supposed to want to bang the Goblin King. <laughs> well, and I think every woman wants to bang John Stamos. At, at one point, David Bowie did have heels on, so John Stamos could always wear heels. But he not because he just looks short. Well, he might. Bowie can look. Bowie could look long. Stamos just looks short. I think the only reason but, but, he looked long he looked was because to... his uh, his waistline was at his nipples. So yeah, <laughs> Stamos looks like you just put him and, in your pocket. And remember, you you put that you put that big hair, that big uncle Uncle Jesse hair on him. No, now that's true. And maybe you know what? Maybe maybe Stamos could. I'm forgetting about <laughs> young Uncle Jesse. Yeah, that's true. He has a big ass mullet. Um, is there anybody else to recast? Do you might have any good nominees, um, uh, or do you want to go to results? What if, what if you had uh, Paul Giamatti as her dad? Her dad, you only see him for like two minutes. <laughs> I know, I know. What but about still. David Hasselhoff? 
for the Goblin King. <laughs> He's tall and imposing, can sing. Apparently, he's got a career, and uh, he can be fucking creepier than anybody. That's when he's true. A chick. That's true. <laughs> you find him in one scene, him laying a- on the ground with the burger from Wendy's. <laughs> or you, where she was putting the uh, she was putting the uh, the lipstick on the ground. You lift that, lift one of those rocks up. He's just laying under there, looking up at her. <laughs> it's creepy as hell. He can be a real perv. So is uh, yeah, is that, is that is that are we good on the casting? I think that's the only that's that's all I got for. Reading. I mean, there's yeah, that's the problem is, is I mean, like the uh, there's really only like four characters. Yeah, the junk movie. lady could be that lady Corey for some reason had a weird crush on, who we've talked Which about one? in a couple episodes. Oh, uh, you talking about Amy Schumer? No, when you were a kid or when you were younger. Oh, uh, the blonde. She's been in a bunch. Scrooged. Of th- uh, fuck, I forgot her name. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, from uh, Princess Bride, the wife. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. She has yeah. a weird way of talking. I She's can't do it. She was on an episode of Seinfeld. Right I, what is her name? Yeah, I yeah. cannot think of it. Yeah, I've put me on the spot. I'm I'm blanking right now. <laughs> I figured you were gonna. Know. That's why I brought it up. Is because I was like, "Well, he's gonna know," because he talked about how he had this huge crush on her. Carol Kane. <laughs> what is it? Carol Kane. Yeah, she could be the junk lady. Was that a real person though? I was I wasn't. Well, no, here it when... was it was not ninety percent. Do you think? Do you think Ludo was a real person that we cast Seth Rogen as? I didn't see the scene, so I was asking. Well, either way. Oh, okay. Either Thank way. You. Oh, that <laughs> that was something else that I just saw. Yeah, wait. What would it have mattered if it would have been a real I person? I was just curious. Oh, okay. That's something else I just saw. The uh, one of the funny points about this movie is the 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 Hoggard guy. You know what happened to him? They were shipping him back, and they lost him. They lost the the the, the full outfit, the puppet of it. Mm-hmm. They lost it in transit back, and they never found it. It was ended up in an, in the airport in Alabama in the lost and found. Oh God, it got fucked for so long, for so <laughs> long that na- somebody that, fucked it. Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, it, be, it became it became unclaimed baggage. So it's on display in the airport in Alabama, and they won't give it back. <laughs> it's full of semen. <laughs> More than likely, every hole. <laughs> I thought it was in. A, I thought it said it was in a museum. It's actually no, it's at the airport. airport. It's, hey, in, it's, in the airport. It's, a, it's in the airport's museum of lost items. What That's y'all doing? What y'all doing this weekend? I'm gonna go fuck that little troll thing down <laughs> at the airport. <laughs> Could you see that? Like, did you see that little troll thing they found in that box? <laughs> I'm gonna fuck it. <laughs> did anybody fuck it yet? <laughs> Sorry, Alabama. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. I'm sorry you have that reputation that we can make that joke. <laughs> uh, do we have any other recast? Yeah, I think that's I don't it think so. for me. Um, so <clears throat> let's get to, uh, and I think I don't know if we've made it uh, quite as yeah as, as clear as possible. But let's get to the uh, mm-hmm. to the verdict. Finally, we figured out that this is probably done at the end. Thank you, Vic, for not fucking it up this episode. <laughs> um, so, Vic, Thank give you us your up. verdict. Is it a survivor? No, most definitely not. And Corey? No, and I don't understand why people have such uh, a love for this movie. Nos- yeah, yeah, yeah nos- nostalgia. Nostalgia. Um, I think I think Jim Henson and his crew did a great job with uh, the puppets, animatronics, and everything else. Overall, this movie's a piece of shit. Okay, well, easy. Wow. Easy. <laughs> so uh, put their heart and soul into this thing, dude. <laughs> yeah, and not to mention, what's your labyrinth? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a piece of shit. Okay. It's... But no, it doesn't hold up. I mean, because no, you remember for the 80s, that was yeah. big. Yeah, and there's just... I, I mean, it's a cold movie for a reason. There's just there's just too much stuff for it to to be considered a, a, a movie that holds up. Yeah, I I agree. I uh, I don't I I didn't care for it. But again, I also didn't like it as much as a kid. Mm-hmm. I think it's just it's one of those movies, you know, like never ending story. Some people just don't care for it. Some people get tattoos. tattoos. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um. So that was uh, today's episode. Survivor Series. We thank you for joining us and listening. Um, yes, once again, please stay tuned for another. Uh, stay tuned. Please keep keep tuned. No, 
Keep your uh, eyes open for a new showdown um, episode. And next week, new uh, battle. Another our next Survivor Series episode will be Rambo. Yes. Rest in peace, David Bowie. What's that? I said rest in peace, David Bowie. You can't hear me. Never mind. He's feeling the pressure. I'm feeling the pressure. <laughs> <laughs> So from uh, all of us here, from Corey Miller, from Vic Miller, I am Brad Scott, and we will talk to you next time. It's the douchiest way we've ever ended an episode with what I just said. <laughs> Fucking awful. Everyone's like, what are they whispering about it? Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.